Space Podcast. Weird. Blow an O-ring. <laughs> I held that a little, mm. a little too long there, Craig. That was impressive. <laughs> Happy Monday. What did you get on record store day? Are you going to pass out? <laughs> I'm up a little, little dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Weird. It's just going to be Craig today because Aaron died just now. You know why? Because he, he, he he's not Pavarotti. Ooh. He thinks he is. I'm more like Pastorati. Did you see where Ron Howard is doing a, a Pavarotti movie? No. And it's a documentary. Which is I, his daughter I, in it? I don't know. Isn't she in everything he does? Oh, Ron Howard. No, this is a documentary. Oh, okay. No, you're thinking of Ron Howard's brother, Clint Howard, is in everything. <laughs> yeah, but his daughter is his taking daughter his daughter actually goes and gets auditions and does her own <laughs> she thing. Does, she's a good actress. But, um, yeah, <laughs> his he, poor brother. That's like me and Alan. <laughs> but he he's doing a poverty. There's a trailer out there for it. He's doing a, 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 there's a Pavarotti documentary, which I don't remember Ron Howard. Maybe I'm forgetting. I don't remember him doing a documentary. And definitely ah. that, not that. Maybe he did. Some, I think he did a short on the space uh, mission. The movie, he but not did. as a major release. No, it wasn't a major release. Is, it was on the DVD. Though. Anyway, so you, that your Pavarotti you just did a minute ago kind of reminded me. Okay, I'm of, good. Of glad, glad I got help. Fa- except that he was actually talented. <laughs> glad I could help. Hey, uh, welcome to the podcast. We got some rules we got to go over real quick here before we start. We don't want anybody to get uh, hurt, so please keep your arms in the podcast at all times. Absolutely, until, until it comes to a complete stop. Uh, this podcast, you will only find true stories. We only talk about true stories, things that have been verified, at least as we think, and. Uh, and so that's rule number one. You're only going to get true stories here. Rule number two, when reading a story with quotes, we must do our best to emulate the accent of the area, making you, the listener, feel as if you're actually there. And rule number three, there's only one band name per episode, per host. Uh, yes. Although rule- someone's trying to change the rule, I think. But um, uh, we're doing... Uh, I didn't have one last episode. You did. I did. Well, each 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 host... Giggity. Gets, uh, gets a, a band name. <laughs> Go to number four, hurry. Number four, Friday episodes include movie reviews, but the reviewed movie doesn't have to be a movie. That way, it's not really a movie review if we don't want it to it be. It is. It's a movie review. And number five, I think, I don't know. Uh, these rules can be amended if both uh, of us agree or if one of us just gets crazy and do it anyway. Sure. All right. Before we get to the show, I want to tell you about PeltPerformance.com. Folks, these, these socks have actually changed my life. And I mean that. I, I get home now. I'm not drained. I have energy. My legs feel good. They're compression socks, but they're made with a special materials, a lot of different special materials, and a special science that goes behind uh, the making of these socks. Uh, Pelt uh, has teamed up with a compression garment uh, company out of Taiwan. And this place is called UCR. They've developed these products with efficiency, if that's a word. The crossbone stitching band. And the TPU was designed to stabilize and protect athletes at their weakest point. Uh, The design of these products minimizes potential injuries to tendons and ligaments. But for you and me, the non-athletes, Craig, they just keep your blood flowing so well. You know, I print with TPU on my 3D printer. Do you really? I'm sure. It's got to be the same stuff, right? I don't know. It's an elastic. it's 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 a rubbery type stretchable material so go to peltperformance.com i thought you'd be impressed with that i'm not i'm depressed Pelt actually performance that's p-e-l-t performance.com use the uh discount code podcast uh when you check out you're going to get 20 percent off your entire purchase and you order now you're going to get a free box of tendons and ligaments <laughs> okay well we don't have any movie reviews you're not but, really hey 
Hey, before we get started, we're about to get started. Last episode was really lacking in the in the weird news, so we're going to fill it up tonight. But I want to, before we get all that, I got to do the album of the week. This is a long-running tradition with Just, the weird it's, podcast. It's, it's, it's a three-week tradition. So this week, I'm in the B section. I'm, I'm making my way through the alphabet here. Beach Boys, Endless Summer. And usually, I don't really like greatest hits albums, but this one, not a, spectacular. Not a big Beach Boys. Oh, fan. I love Brian Wilson's one of my musical He's heroes. Super talented, just yes. not just not a big fan. I'm a I'm a huge fan. Uh, it's a great album. It's a double. God only knows what you do without him, though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. So let's go ahead and do this. Top story. Pet pig named Princess slaughtered by a neighbor after he agreed to babysit animal while police searched for owners. That's a long headline. Whew. Didn't want to hog the whole st- oh. show. A 400-pound pig named Princess. 400-pounder, eh? Was slaughtered by a neighbor who How much agreed- you go? Huh? How much you go now? What are you talking about? Your weight. This pig was 400 pounds. You, you, you're you creeping up on that, aren't you? I'm not near. I'm not in your range, no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not anywhere you're near. You're the, you're the level above me. I, I can't really play that because I was being mean to you first, so I take that back. I don't care. Either way, you lost. <laughs> a 400-pound pig named Princess was slaughtered by a neighbor who agreed to watch the animal after it got loose and police searched for its owner in California last Saturday. The massive pig massive <laughs> ran away March 23rd and wandered from owner Carrie Hogan's mother's house in Arcata. Arcata? Arcata? Arcadia? Um, you've got one of their albums, right? Arcadia? <laughs> yeah, I do. Where the Arcadia al- Fire. Where the, uh, uh, where the album was being kept. <laughs> album? You got me saying album now. <laughs> Where the animal was being kept. It's awesome. Lost Coast Outpost reported. Like Lost Coast Outpost. Lost Coast Outpost is where I buy all my khakis. Um, sounds like it. A post in the Humboldt Paws Facebook page showed the animal had been wandering around Fickle Hill. <laughs> it's where and, you live, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> no, you have Pickle Hill. Would that make would that make uh, would that be fickle pig's feet? Yes. Yes, it would. Um, and eventually made it to the end of police custody. When police responded, Princess was in a man's yard, uh, SF Gate reported. Uh, police asked the man if he could keep the pig there while they'd look for the owners, and he obliged. Oh, I'll take care of that pig. <laughs> Livestock escaping was common in this area, and asking a person to keep an eye on the animal was common practice. Now, this guy was obviously a piece of garbage. Princess had no identifying tags or markings. The owner was not difficult to locate and was looking for Princess as well. However, when the police returned where the pig had been left, they found the animal was being slaughtered. Check out how long it took him to get back. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, they came back the next week. (laughs) Keep reading. Okay. We were totally shocked and surprised to learn that the pig had been slaughtered. Arcata Police Chief Brian Ahern told the outpost, there was no reason to believe that that individual was going to do that. Hogan was horrified to learn Princess's fate, the SF Gate reported. The pig had just celebrated its first birthday in <laughs> January and had been bottle-fed. <laughs> oh, gosh. In uh, Hogan's ligand, ligand room? Living room. <laughs> this is going to be a great episode. This is a banner episode already. <laughs> <laughs> Since she was a piglet. As far as she knew, the man still had princess's meat and she wanted to keep anyone else from eating it apd handed the case over to the humboldt uh, county district attorney's office and believed uh, and believed slaughtering another person's animal is a crime the outpost it never said how long before they came back oh did it not it didn't say that no it said she was a year old they were gone in one hour 
I mean, they were gone for one hour. Who does that? So he, he this guy says, yeah, I'll watch that pig until you find the owner. It's, and, and it was already like, I mean, he was in the midst of it when they found, when they got back. He was, there was no rewinding. Immediate. It was immediate. He, he As soon as they got off his property, he killed that pig. He had no intention. Well, what was he going to – was he the – I guess he thought they would be longer coming back. Yeah, I, guess, so I don't think know. He hosed everything down and said, she got away. Yeah, I don't know what he was, what his plans were. What a they, piece of garbage. Oh, my gosh. How terrible. All right, headline is, this is a creepy story, Craig. It's a weird, creepy story. Headline is, Monroe County. I don't appreciate you calling me creepy, Craig. Monroe, well, get used to it. Monroe County woman charged after living with dead boyfriend for weeks. Now, this is this is kind of a, it's kind of a classic it's so, kind of a running theme on the show. Yeah, kind of a classic scenario. We've had quite a few of these. This, this is from Monroe, Michigan. A Monroe County woman has been charged after she allegedly, allegedly Easy for you to say. lived with her dead boyfriend for several weeks, according to police. On Wednesday at approximately 3 p.m., the Monroe City Police Department responded to a residence to check the well-being of the 61-year-old male resident whom the family had not seen or heard from in the past few weeks. Officers were unable to make contact with the residents. Officers then contacted the property owner and arranged for him to respond to the home to assist officers. So the landlord was bringing the key over. Uh, as officers approached the residents a second time, the resident's girlfriend greeted them at the front door. She was there all along. The officers quickly determined that there was a deceased person inside the home. I, I give you one guess how they determined that. Yeah. 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 Uh, the resident's girlfriend confirmed that her boyfriend had passed you're, away. You're not going to give me the guess? Uh uh-uh. no, I, I said I was giving you one, but I really wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, taking it back. I'm taking it back that her boyfriend had passed away. And based on the conditions in the home, statements from the girlfriend, it appears that the resident had passed away several weeks earlier. This can you imagine? No. I I I I, I can only imagine. I can't <laughs> I cannot I mean I I would have a trouble I would have trouble sleeping with a an entombed or an embalmed coffin. Uh, dead guy like it's sleeping in a funeral home i don't want to be near corpses period but somebody so you're not going to become a funeral director no sir or a mortician no no but i do like the adams family there's a new movie coming out the adams family it's an animated and it looks like the original books the original comics there was also an original cartoon that they did that was black and white before the before the show i've got the book at home of all a collection of all his of all his comics and the characters look a lot like, at least uh, Gomez looks, from what I recall, looks... I bet Cousin It looks a lot like it, too. <clears throat> yeah. Or, you know, a thing. thing looks like a hand. Yeah, it does. Uh, the girlfriend was transported to an area hospital for medical evaluation. The following day, upon her release from the hospital, the police detectives interviewed her. Based upon her statements, information gathered at the scene and witness statements, the girlfriend was lodged at the Monroe County Jail on charges of concealing the death of another. Ah, just creeps me out. whole thing is creepy. Yeah, I don't like being near Pennsylvania- dead. Anyway, I pity the headline. Pennsylvania man attacked cashier after he bagged his groceries wrong. Yeah. There yeah. might be some, might be, war- Absolutely. might be warranted. We're talking crushed chips, Craig. Yeah, don't mess with, don't, uh, don't, don't. No, be, sir. Don't be piling like, you know. Ice cream, milk. Stuff on top of like the noodles Cans. or something. Yeah. Cans. A Pennsylvania man assaulted an employee of a giant food store. Well, who cares how big the store it was? It's huge. It's huge. It's a giant store. Uh, we used to have those here. We did, yes. Yeah, we did. Giant. Yeah. Uh, in uh, New Cumberland, because he was upset with the way his groceries were being bagged, 
<laughs> be bagged in the papers. <laughs> 55-year-old Bradley Bauer. Bradley A. Bauer. There it is. Bradley Allen Bauer, 55, was in the checkout line at the grocery store on February 2nd when he became upset. Bauer became outraged when a cashier put canned goods in the same grocery bag as chips. You read ahead. I did. Smashing the chips, according to the police. Uh, my band name? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Smashing the chips. Smashing the chips. Now, welcome from Nashville, Tennessee. Taking the stage tonight. Smashing the chips. Um, Bauer asked the cashier to stop bagging his groceries that way. He said, stop right there. And yeah. Replace those chips. Now. And do it. Uh, and then when he was leaving the store, he allegedly told employees, do you have a problem with me? Because I have a problem with you. <laughs> you looking at me? <laughs> I'm the only one standing here. The cashier who was said he believed Bauer was kidding, replied, do you? <laughs> so he said, do you have a problem with me? Because I have a problem with you. Do you? Do you? That's it. Do you? Yeah. That's when Bauer grabbed the cashier by the neck and shouted, you idiot. Uh, the, I wish I was at this store. The why cashier why told, can I not be around when stuff like this happens? I don't know. And we're never behind the peanut butter truck that turns no. over. No. The cashier to, or the Dairy Queen supply truck. Oh. Uh, the cashier, to, you you know what? What you know? Remember the Dairy Queen, the soft serve comes in basically like a big bag, like yeah. like milk, right? I get to see you running over to it, and you just be in the corner like a baby with a bottle. <laughs> It'd be like a fruit cup. I'd stick a straw in that <laughs> yeah. thing. <laughs> Sir, that's not even frozen. I don't care. It tastes good. The cashier told po- the police he pushed Bauer away from him, and other employees then stepped in between the pair. Authorities described the fifty-five-year-old man as a six-foot-tall wing, six-foot wing, two hundred fifty pounds. The em- about your size. <laughs> yeah, the employee suffered bruising to his neck. Wow. Police said when police arrived, they viewed security video from the store and issued a simple assault summons for Bauer. The police say Bauer told uh, officers uh, he knew he was in the wrong, but he was having a bad day. And his chips being smashed sent him over the edge. We well, you know I had a Sasquatch try to attack me at the local. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, I'm standing there. His mom tried to cut line. He comes over and I have this big towering shadow over yes. me. Yes, and he starts verbally abusing me. I, he said, "I must break you." Yeah, he goes, "I break you like a twig." <laughs> I must break you. I break you. You talking to my mama? Uh, apple, you, did, apple, mama? Did, apple, apple didn't fall far from the tree. Mm, yeah. All right, here's one for you, Craig. This is special. I, I put this in here tonight just for you. Headline is University of Kansas offering angry white male studies class this fall. That's racist and that's rude. The University of Kansas will offer an angry white male studies. Why do you look studies. at me when you say that? Well, because when I think angry white male, if you look it up in the dictionary, there's a picture of I'm you. I'm not angry. Oh, you're so angry. I am not. The humanities Idiot. course. I, take it back. <laughs> Stupid moron. Say it again. Say it again. I'm just, that's just a stick for the show. I'm not really angry. Aaron, see what we did there? It was called acting. Acting. We're thespians. <laughs> the humanities course. Oh, the humanity. Chart the rise of the angry white male. That's the name of this course. It charts the rise of the angry white male in American and British. If I had Britain. another band name, I'd, it would be angry white male. Well, you don't. So don't even <laughs> so say it. Everybody forget that. Yeah. Since the 1950s, according to the class descriptions, Students can pick up three credit hours as they examine the source of the emotional state while evaluating recent manifestations of male anger. That's great. Let's go to Australia. Where is the update? There's an update. Give us the update. We want the update now. Where is the update? Where is it? Give us the update. We want it. We want the update now. 
Australian appeals court dismissed bullying case where a victim accused his former supervisor of repeatedly farting at him. Remember this story? I fought in your general direction. <laughs> exactly. I remember. It's a great story. Yeah, it's good. Australian engineer David Hinkst files a lawsuit of $1.3 million Australian dollars against his boss, Mr. Stinky, for farting <laughs> in name. front of him. Five or six times a day. The Victoria State Court of Appeals supported David Hink's case, a 56-year-old engineer who filed a case against his former supervisor for constantly harassing him by farting five to six times a day. Good grief. Well, you know, they say that's about the average. That's what most I folks I wouldn't do. know why you would know that. The 56-year-old David I studied it. issued the case against his former boss. I had the history of farts right after my angry white male class. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Greg Short was his boss somebody you could relate to <laughs> with a lawsuit of 1.3 million United States dollars. That's a lot of change for a uh, loss. He faced from his resignation from Melbourne construction engineering, as stated by Fox news, the state court of appeal approved the uh, approved the allegation. However, declared farting, uh, yeah, farting is not considered a high degree <laughs> accusation for bullying with such a heavy amount fine. I'm surprised it's not, the court's judges wrote in their statement, Hinkst argued that flagellance constitutes assaults. I don't know why I, I agree with that. All of a sudden. And alleged that Mr. Short would regularly break wind on him <laughs> or at him. Mr. <laughs> Short thinking, his, uh, thinking this to be funny. Well, but, it is funny. But Hinkst is not satisfied with the decision yet and has confronted... Uh, has confronted to forward the case to the Australia's, Australian's High Court. The Supreme Court. Fart-faced claims, <laughs> fart-faced claims that bullying forced him to move uh, out of communal office space to avoid Supervisor Short's bombast. He stated, A would fart behind me and walk away. A would do this five or six times a day. Hink shared that short... <laughs> Would enter his narrow, windowless office a few times a day just to break wind, which led him to spray deodorant on short and call him Mr. Stinky with a big K. Interestingly, the firm shared that David's uh, David worked on the company from May 2008 till April 2009 and was fired due to depletion of construction work. Um, during the global financial crisis in late 2008. Well, that stinks. That's Yeah, that's funny is what that is. Headline is, Arkansas men put on a bulletproof vest and shoot at each other. Did you hear about this one? Welcome to Arkansas. <laughs> Deputies arrested two Rogers, Arkansas men accused of putting on bulletproof vests and shooting Wait, each was other. Wait, was it Dave and Steve Rogers? No, it was uh, Charles Eugene Ferris, U U Eugene, age 50, uh, he was on his back deck drinking with his neighbor, Christopher Allen Hicks, age 36, on Sunday, according to a probable cause affidavit. Just because he was shooting his friend uh, with a with a bulletproof vest on, just because he's a bad guy does not make him bad guy. No, he's a bad guy. So he doesn't have to have an Allen in his name. If they're arrested, they're bad guys. Okay. That's, that's, that's the rule. Okay, Zangief. Yeah. Ferris was wearing a Ferris? Ferris was wearing a bulletproof vest and told Hicks to shoot him with the vest on. Do you remember the story about the? Did we do the oh, story of the girl? I don't know. That guy died. Well, you think? Yeah, yeah. Held the book in front of him and she yes. shot it. It was like some major, like big caliber gun. That's crazy. Yeah, she got in a lot of trouble for that. Yep, Hicks, you think? Hicks shot Ferris in the chest one time with a twenty-two caliber semi-automatic rifle. According to the report, the bullet hit the top left corner of the chest. 
of his chest and the vest stopped the bullet. It, it, 22 is about as high as you want to try, probably. Uh, yeah. Well, you don't try it at all. No, I wouldn't. But but the shot still hurt Ferris and left him with a red mark on his chest. That's, the, what, that's what So then Ferris took off the vest and Hicks put it on. I can see this. Okay. Hey, y'all watch this. It's like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Charles Ferris was uh, ticked off about being shot and how much it hurt, so he unloaded the clip into Christopher's back. That's foul. That is a foul. None of the rounds penetrated the Shot vest. Shot in the back, and you're to blame. But Christopher Hicks You get drinking bruises. a bad name. Ferris went to Mercy Hospital, which Mercy. notified the officers. Ferris initially told deputies a story about being paid $200 to protect an asset, that he was shot guarding the asset from a man wearing a white suit <laughs> near the Van Winkle Historic Trailhead. Anything called a Van Winkle Trailhead? <laughs> it's got to be boring. Uh-huh. Ferris later told deputies about drinking with Hicks and how they uh, shot each other with bulletproof vest on before deputies spoke with Ferris's wife. Is that against the law to shoot yourself with a bulletproof vest on? <laughs> I guess it is. Uh, both Ferris and Hicks were arrested on suspicion of aggravated assault. Wow. In Florida, I went to Repeat offender. Florida, Repeat offender. Florida man. Recidative. Okay. <laughs> I love that I'm word. trying to get a sasur in here. Hold oh, on. Oh, sorry. I'm not bad. Florida man. How long should I wait? That was awesome. Thank you. No, that was a perfect sasur. Like that? Yes. Florida man gets released from <sighs> jail, immediately steals car in prison parking lot. You've had classes. Yeah. Something. No, I need glasses. Oh, well, the same thing. Talk about quick escalation. Were we? We were about, I don't know. It says we were. A man in Florida was arrested minutes later uh, after leaving a prison last week as Per police records. I love that term, as per. As per. I use that at, in, in a work environment, too. As per Dave's memo. Do you, you really? Know, I love that. It sounds very uh, as professional. Per, you know, as per the conversation we had last see, week. See, see, senor. Um, as per police records, he was stealing from a car in the prison parking lot. He just wanted to go back in. That's um, it. It's the thing we talked about earlier. They have three hots and a cot. Right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. At the big stone. And their buddies. At, at the big house. They hang out all day with their pals. According to the man's arrest affidavit, uh, Michael Casey Lewis, uh, 34, had just been bonded out of St. Lucie County Jail. I'm sorry. St. Susan Lucie County Jail <laughs> in Fort Pierce. Moments later, however, officers spotted him acting suspicious in the parking lot. People could say that about us. Well, yeah, you act suspicious pretty much everywhere you the, are. We, we'd be heard. What are you talking about? I know there was a stock photo of me and you on the on the web today that neither one of us approved of. No, I looked old in <laughs> you that. You did. Thanks. Don't. Well, you look pretty old right now. <laughs> I don't think it was the picture. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. <clears throat> <clears throat> the suspect pleaded innocence as he claimed to be waiting for his girlfriend. However, to his misfortune, security footage clearly displayed him checking for unlocked cars and finally getting into one. He found one. Arresting officer Neil Letman reported Lewis finally handed him a brown paper bag. You still got that bag I gave you. <laughs> and with over. things stolen from the car, including an iPhone 7. What idiot leaves their car with an iPhone 7 in it unlocked and walks off? That doesn't make And a debit card. I sound so angry. Uh, I told you you were in, angry. Including an iPhone 7, a debit card, four packs of cigarettes, and 547 in cash. Night. That was a bait car. That, was, that had <laughs> to be bait. the jackpot. That had to be bait. The officer from St. Lucie, uh, I'm sorry, St. Susan Lucie County Sheriff's <laughs> stated in his affidavit, I placed Lewis in handcuffs and escorted him 
to our booking intake area. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron's band name for the night, Lewis in Handcuffs. That's not bad. Thanks, man. Thank you. You're a local band. You may have heard of them. Oh, you will soon. Okay. Time it is. No, it's not quite yet because I wanted to bring something up. I didn't didn't put the story in, Craig, but what about Lori Laughlin? What about her? She is in some serious, serious trouble. She's got new charges now. I know. They've they've said that the maximum. Oh, wait, she wait. You got to explain what you're talking about. Uh, you're okay, talking about Lori the, Laughlin was wrapped up in this uh, con, or this big sting operation. Yeah, uh, where they were paying for college admissions. More yeah, or less. They were. They were. They were. It was mail fraud involved. All the yeah. stuff they're sticking to them. Now mail, they've added bribery. Bribery, mail fraud. They're they're cheating the system. They're posing their kids in like, uh, you know. Photoshop situations yes. to, to, to try to say they're in rowing teams and, and all this other stuff. And she actually and, paid and Lori Laughlin, by the way, if you don't know, was on Full House. Yep. Fuller and, House. And, well, Full House and then now Fuller House as Aunt Becky. Becky. Aunt Becky. And she's on a show now. She's on a lot of these Hallmark yeah, movie cops. shows. <laughs> <laughs> but she, uh, so she actually paid someone $15,000 to. No, no, no. Five hundred. I'm pretty sure she was the five hundred thousand dollars. You think so? Yeah, I, I heard it was fifteen. Today. Pretty sure. You you keep talking. Okay, she paid someone a lot of money to change her daughter's grades on the SAT score. But anyway, a lot of other actresses and actors were caught up in this too. They all pled guilty and 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 made a deal. Lori Laughlin had it in her mind that she could not go to jail for some reason, so she and her husband decided. Not to plead guilty, but to go to trial. Oh, that may be a bad move. And so now she's facing up to 40 years in prison, and her husband's also facing up to 40 years in prison. Now, the word is that, you know, Hollywood people don't go to jail. And, that you know, we saw O.J. Simpson walk. The The district attorney said he was going to try her with everything he's got. Yeah, it's an example. Yeah, he was going to really throw the book She was always her. such a cutie. And such, a, she, such a nice girl. And here she is, a mastermind. Yes. Uh, let's see. They were arrested. Let's see. Let me try to find this real quick. Okay. Uh, Laughlin. That's pretty good, man. Laughlin and Gina, her husband, whatever his name is, are accused of paying 500000 in bribes to get their daughter into the University of Southern California. Wow. As crew team recruits, even though neither of them ever played. The, and her one daughter... You know, was catching heat because you got to get people complain about everything, right? Because she said going to school, you know, the school part really didn't mean anything to her. Yeah, it was now, the party. She, she was like, I don't even want to go. She, she was no, she was catching flack for that, just saying what she thought about school, and people got all mad. Well, now they really would be mad because now she's bought her way into school, and she's saying she didn't care about anything. Well, she she claims she had no idea that their that her parents were doing this. Of course she did. <laughs> yes. I mean, of course she didn't. That's what she would say. I mean, yeah. of course she would say that. So before anything goes further, what do you think is going to happen to Lori Laughlin? I want your prediction, um, then I'll give my prediction. I honestly, what you didn't tell me we we're going to talk about this. I don't have an opinion. I think if I was going to make an opinion, I would. I tend to think she'll get anything from a slap on the wrist to very minimum security club fed type uh, prison time. Like it'll be, it'll be a country club. I, I predict that she'll go to prison. But I think it'll be country club prison. I don't know about that. I don't think it'll be hard time. But I think she's going to end up doing a couple of years. Oh, I think she'll do time. I, yeah. think, I think she'll do time, but I don't think they're going to put her in some heavy, you know, maximum security. I think she's going to be in, you know, like these, a lot of these financial guys that, you know, oh, yeah. that do all these things. Yeah. They, they, it's, it's, it's a, well, it's like a white collar crime yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. they're probably going to go and, uh, you know, have a real hard time at a low, you know, well, I think you're right. Uh, the, security. the district attorney wants to make an example, and I think he may 
do that. But then again, it depends on the jury. But I'll be honest with you. I and not that I, I mean I normally wouldn't be honest with you, but I'm going to be honest with you for <laughs> once. Uh, I think that if I was if I was of the mindset to do something like this, I don't think I would have ever dreamed that prison would be involved. Yeah, I think I would get caught, lose my money, lose you know, ruin things for my kids. But I never would have. I guess that either shows how dumb I am or how little I think the value is. I don't, I don't know. I just don't think. I just never would have thought that doing that uh other than legally being in trouble the school sues you whatever yeah. that it would be such a, a huge crime i don't I, I mean i'm not saying it shouldn't be i'm just saying i never would have thought it would have been right but again i don't sit around thinking about this well it's going to be interesting to see see how it turns out um i think she's a fine actress i, I enjoy yeah, yeah, her she's work. All right. um but sad all the way around and then you think about it because rapists and drug dealers a lot of times walk yeah you know and then and then just to set an example and i'm not i'm not well, saying that's another thing we had you know we had the preacher's wife that not the movie but the uh the preacher's wife here in tennessee shotgun the guy and his, you know said he was abusive and stuff yeah. and she was she was like out in no time at all yeah that's right yeah so so it anyway, seems kind of out of balance there but but i mean, I, mean I, I don't know i don't have a dog in that race yeah i'm not going to be sad if fuller house doesn't continue oh i think it will without her Roseanne tried and it was a train wreck. Well, that's because she was the star of the show. That's because she was never on Full House and they just. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you're right. You're right. Hey, it's time for the Mark Patch Top. What did the music go? It just got really quiet. Yeah, all we're of about a sudden. to do the top ten, you know. Mark, I, but you don't turn it down until oh, I announce Mark. I'm sorry. Ready? Okay. Yeah. It's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. Okay. See that's how much better that is that we give Mark his moment. Okay. And go uh, to markpatch.com. Check out Mark Patch. M A R C Patch Patch.com. Yeah. Uh, top 10 underrated yet influential bands. And this list comes to us tonight from a new source, thetop10s.com. Number 10. <clears throat> That's not a new I, source. You made that up? That's where I always get them. All right. Yeah. Number 10. We talked about them uh, last show. Toto. Yes. Talked about Roseanne. We do. We talked about the Arquettes this time or last time. Last time. Yeah. And uh, Toto. You know, Roseanne Arquette was yes. the Roseanne and the song. You know, I, I, like I don't them. think they're underrated at all. They I think, are. I think uh, they were. I think that most people. I heard somebody the other day talking. It may have been Joe Rogan or somebody talking about. You know, you talk about the song Africa. It's like you just got to give it to them. That's awesome. what a perfect pop song. It's great. It's great. Uh, number nine of the top ten love underrated band. yet influential bands, Bread. Love this band. Yeah, um, I love this next band. David Gates uh, loved. Um, David Gates from Bread did the theme to a Neil Simon movie, The Goodbye Girl, with Richard Dreyfuss. I remember that song. And um, that was David Gates uh, from Bread. Great cool. band. Uh, number eight, never was a big fan. I'm indifferent. Jane's Addiction. Uh, Sarah and I used to listen. I to I just don't think often. we should really be celebrating her having a problem. <laughs> Number seven, Manford Man's Earth Band. Blinded by that light. Amen, brother. Number six of the top ten underrated yet influential bands, and this this really is true, uh, Devo. And, and a lot of people only know Devo from the song Whip It. Whip It Good. But, you know, Mark Mothersbaugh went on to uh, sc- score TV shows. Rugrats. Rugrats. He did the Rugrats. TV shows and movies, much like Thomas Dolby did. Um, uh, he blinded me with science. He, he did. And that was terrible. Yeah, how'd that lawsuit come out? Devo, are they not men? No, they're Devo. Okay, they're okay that's kind of what I thought. Uh, number five, UFO. Remember the band? Don't remember the music. Yeah, I remember the band too. Now, I always, I'm not sure I'm saying this right. Number four, is it Uriah? Yep. Uriah Heap. Yep. Uh, and they are underrated, but I'm not a huge fan of theirs. Uh, no. Number three, Faith No More. 
Yeah, I'm not sure any of the. I guess they are a little underrated. I don't know. Faith No More, I'm indifferent to again. I'm Same not, here. Yeah. Uh, number two, I wouldn't say is really that's true. Number two, Deep Purple. I'm not really thinking they're that underrated, but that's yeah. Maybe in the grand scheme of things, I think so. Maybe in the grand scheme of things, when all the bands at that time they weren't necessarily yeah, they never got the recognition they deserved. It's kind of hard to go up against Rolling Stones and the Who Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> were, yeah. Remember when Ario Speedwagon played uh, Woodstock? <laughs> Number one of the top ten underrated yet influential bands, Rainbow. Stone Cold. <laughs> I love Rainbow. Man. Isn't that their song? Uh, they did Rainbow in the Dark. No, Stone Cold. Stone Cold, was that a Rainbow song? I think it was. Am I wrong, people? <laughs> I love Rainbow, but they were underrated and yet influential. All right, that brings us to the end of episode number 267, Craig. We're so close to that magical 300 number. Uh, we really are. And then, you know, what happens after that? Oh, well, no, I don't. We'll have to wait and see. No, we go to the next set of numbers. Yeah, 301. I can't find it, but I'm pretty sure that the song Stone Cold was Rainbow. Do you hear that? Uh, that? Yeah, I do. I've noticed that in the last... We may have to get another copy of The End from Mark Patch. Yeah, Stone Cold Rainbow. If anybody was wanting to know. Mark Patch, you're my hero. Wait a minute, Rainbow have Ronnie James Dio? Yeah, yeah. He's right there in the front. Yeah, lead singer. Yep. May he rest in peace. I always thought he was some crazy, like, um, German or something like that. He's like from Texas or somewhere. Yeah. He, looked, he looked like he was some crazy German or something. Boy, he had that metal voice, though. Yeah, he did. Ronnie James Dio. He, he, we had a story about him. We just call him Ronnie James Dio. That's right. Even if he was a bad guy. <laughs> you were just, what are you going to do? I do have a story about him I'll tell you sometime. All right. Sounds good. 